0: Amen. Hallelujah. It's so good to have everybody this morning. We welcome everybody online. Sir, we are a few minutes late and you've had to watch the little swirling particles. Uh, but thank God for the swirling particles. Can I have an amen? Uh, and thank God we went back to the ones where we're not getting copyright infringement issues, even though we bought the second one too. Can I have an amen? It wears me out. Uh, everybody's trying to ding you with something. So glad to have you hey, this morning. We just want to bless you and we thank God for you, uh, that you are with us today. Thank God for the goodness of God. And I thank God that everybody got their clocks changed on time, amen. Uh, y'all did well. I said it before, I'll say it again. Everybody who comes in now, we just give grace to, we just know that they messed that one up. Can I have an amen, uh, Who in here stayed up till two to watch it change to three? That wow. great, exciting moment. I am the only one, I did. <laughs> I actually, I, I, what did I tell you last night at prayer? I told you, what did I tell you? I told everybody at prayer, we had a great prayer night last night, I had a great time i made the cop and i said i'm gonna be i'm so keyed up it's gonna be it's gonna take me a while to wind down did I not and sure enough it was 2 a.m at 1:45. i said well i'm just gonna stay up another 15 minutes and watch the time change it was exciting can i have an amen had my it's exciting i'm telling you right now it's a blessing watch that thing go from 1:59 to three it was great i mean Then I rolled over and took me 20 minutes to fall asleep. It's so exciting, amen. Father, we thank you right now for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy, that you are faithful in all things, and that you are good, and your mercy endures forever. So Father, we come today, we worship you today. We ask you, Father, for your presence in our midst. We ask you, Father, for your manifested power here today. Thank you, Father, that in this service, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the lame will walk, the sick will be healed, and the lost will be saved in Jesus' name. And so, Father, we bless those watching us online. Thank you for those that are here. And we have come to worship your name. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen.
1: I'm gonna open us up in a word of prayer. If you're able, I'm gonna ask you to stand and we're gonna come to our God and worship this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day and for all your blessings. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the miracles that you're going to perform within these walls. We thank you for the lives that you're going to change outside of these walls through the days ahead. We thank you for all that you've done and all that you're gonna do in Jesus' name, amen. And all the saints said, amen mr michael if you could turn it up in the house just a little because when i say party i mean we're about to have a party there we go in jesus name let's sing this out if he's done it before he'll do it again amen 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 if he's done it before he'll do it again a miracle it's not a one-time thing it's a mountain you won't win, he is God and you're no match for him I've seen him do the impossible Show every giant you have to fall You won't make me doubt him, would have never made it this far without him You can't make me doubt him, would have never made it this far without him He has never let me down, Amen. many a There's no room left for doubt I know him way too well He's a good God, amen He's led us through every season faithfully, amen We have no reason to doubt his goodness, amen Amen, let's sing this out, promises In Jesus' name We thank you, God, in Jesus' name, promises, promises, yes and amen, I'm standing on every word he says, to wind and waves, you must be still, he's never lost, no, and he never will, I've seen him do the. Impossible Show every giant You have to fall You can't make me doubt him Would have never made it this far without him You can't make me doubt him Would have never let sing that out You can't You can't make me doubt him Would have never made it this far without him You can't make me doubt him Would have never made it this far without him He has never let me down No, he hasn't there's no room left for doubt and I'm and I am standing here by the grace of God and I'm a living witness of perfect love and I am standing here by the grace of God and I'm a living witness You can't make me doubt him. we speak to the mountain today and say You can't make me doubt him. Every trial and fear has no place, amen. You can make me doubt him, would have never made it this far without him. You can make me doubt him, would have never made it this far without him. You can't make me doubt him, would have never made it this far without him. You can't make me doubt him, would have never made it this far without him. You can't make me doubt him, would have never made it this far without him. You can make me doubt him, would have never made it this far without him, he has never let me down, he has never let me down, down. there's no room left for doubt, I know him way too well, amen, he's a good God, amen. If y'all are okay with it, we're going to keep praising him this morning. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God. In Jesus' name, we praise your holy name. We raise a hallelujah in all situations, because we know you'll see us through. In Jesus' name, let's sing this out. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. Oh, I raise a hallelujah presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. I raise a hallelujah my weapon is the melody I soon as we raised it I raise a hallelujah heaven comes to fight for me we all know let's sing I'm gonna and I'm gonna sing in the middle of this storm louder and louder he's gonna hear my praises roar up from the ashes hope will arise Death Defeated, the king is alive. We're gonna sing this when I sing it, you sing it after. Sing a little louder, let's raise our voices. Sing a little louder, sing a little louder, sing a little louder. sing it. Sing a little louder, in the presence of my enemies. Sing a little louder, louder than the unbelief. Sing a little louder, my weapon is a melody. Sing a little louder, heaven comes to fight for me. Louder and louder, you're gonna hear my praises roar. Up from the ashes, hope will arise. Death is defeated, the King is alive. You, Father God, we thank you, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Ooh. we thank you, I'm a prisoner no more Did he faithfully bar He canceled my debt And he called me his friend When death was arrested And my life began Oh, your grace so free washes over me you have made me new now life begins with you we thank you god because it's your endless love pouring down on us you have made Just knew now life begins with you Our Savior displayed on a criminal's cross And darkness rejoiced as though heaven had light but then Jesus arose with our freedom in hand, Woo! that's when death was arrested and my life began, if your grace so free washes over me, you have made me new now life. With you. Oh, we're free, free, forever we're free, come join the song of all the redeemed, yes, we're free, free, forever, amen, when death was arrested, let's in this morning, oh, we're free, free, forever we're free, come join the song of all the redeemed, yes, we're free, free forever, amen, when death was arrested and my life began, yes, when death was arrested my life began, oh, when death was arrested and my life began in jesus name we thank you father god for all your goodness for all your kindness for all your faithfulness in every season of life we praise you father god you are better to us than we could ever imagine or hope for in jesus name In Jesus' name, from where we've started as a church to where we are now, all the credit can only be given to you, God. In Jesus' name, let's sing this, Faithful Through the Ages. God of Abraham, He's the God of covenant, as faithful promises. Time and time again, you have proven you do just what you say, though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I'll remain steadfast. And let my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come to pass. Great is your faithfulness to me, Great. to the setting same I will praise your name great is your faithfulness to me God from age to age though the earth may pass away the word remains the same yeah your history can prove there's nothing you can't do you're faithful and true though the storms may come and the winds may blow i'll remain steadfast and let my heart learn when you speak a word it will come to pass great is your faith me, great is your faithfulness to me, from the rising sun to the setting, same I will praise your name in all things, great is your faithfulness to me. my anchor to the ground my hope and firm foundation you never let me down i put my faith in jesus my anchor to the ground my Jesus my anchor to the ground my hope and firm foundation he'll never let let's sing it one more time and remind our heart. put my faith in Jesus my anchor to the ground my hope and firm foundation he'll never let me No, he'll never let me down. Great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness to me. Unto to the setting Same I will praise Your name And great Is your faithfulness To me And great Is your faithfulness To me And great Is your faithfulness me from the rising sun to the setting same i will praise your name great is your faithfulness to me in jesus name Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning with gratitude in our hearts.
2: Praise Him for His faithfulness this morning. Great is His faithfulness. Great is His faithfulness this morning. We're going to Pray for your needs in just a minute. I'm going to ask you to come down if you have a need in just a moment. But first I want to, I want to say something to you. I want to encourage you this morning. I want to encourage you with some words that um, in fact, we spoke a minute about them last night, but I want to give you four words that the Lord gave a minister this week, prophetic words. And these words are revolution, revelation, restitution, and restoration there's a great, God is giving us and turning us now into, we're moving into a great American revolution, a new American revolution, a Jesus revolution, if you will. In fact, isn't it interesting that the movie, The Jesus Revolution, just came out? Because what that reminds us is back in the late 60s and early 70s, how God moved on a group of young people who didn't look right way to the church and didn't seem the right way to the church and didn't act the right way to the church but he moved on them anyway in spite of that and isn't that interesting because because when jesus himself came the pharisees who were the religious people of the day, who should have known everything about the Word of God, should have known everything about what to look for in the Messiah coming. They should have recognized Jesus when He came. They should have seen Him. But you know what happened? He didn't look like they did. He didn't act like they did. He didn't seem like they seemed. And so they decided that He wasn't what He was cracked up to be. In fact, even when they saw Him do miracles, they would not believe think about that for a moment even when they saw him do the miracles they would not believe it's very dangerous for a religious spirit to overtake you and the one thing the church has to do better this time around is to not allow that to happen think about what's going on asbury it started there right and now someone even had the nerve to shut that down but god comes to a christian college first And if it gets shut down, then he goes to the secular colleges. He's bringing it to the young people first. Do you see that? He's coming to the young people. And why wouldn't he come to the young people first? The young people have been devastated. The young people in our nation and around the world have been devastated. They've been devastated. They've been told that good is evil and evil is good. They've been told in this country that America is bad and was always bad from the beginning and that God had no part in it. They've been even told that, to be confused completely about their sexuality, even to the point where some of them are having their own bodies mutilated under this woke mentality. It's been a tragedy. Why wouldn't God come first to the young people? Why wouldn't he start in the colleges? And it's not going to stop there. This Jesus revolution is not going to stop. And he's going to be coming to all of the churches who will have him, who do not have a religious spirit to hold him back. He will be coming to all of the churches. And he is coming our way, praise God. It's already begun. It's already begun. Let me give you the definition, though, of these four words that God gave. Revolution, revelation, restitution, and restoration. Revolution a forcible overthrow of a government or social order in favor of a new system. God is bringing himself a forcible overthrow. God himself in favor of his new system. Revelation, a surprising and previously unknown fact, especially one that is made known in a dramatic way. The Holy Ghost in fire is always dramatic. The Holy Ghost in fire is always dramatic. Restitution. The recompense for injury or loss. In other words, to compensate for injury or loss. Has anybody had any injury or loss? Does anybody know what that looks like? I think we all do. And restoration. To restore to its original condition. It's going to be restored to what God meant it to be in the first place a great american revolution a great jesus revolution a great revival a great move of god and it has already started and even today as we get prepared in the next several weeks to celebrate resurrection sunday which we call easter pastor chris is going to be praying over this this morning he'll tell you more about that in just a minute so we're going to do everything we know to do to let people know who the true God is and who Christ is. And we're going to send out everything and do and everything that God gives us the power to do. And then we're going to watch Him move like never before. This isn't just an ordinary time, folks. These are biblical times. This is not just an ordinary day. It's not just another day. This is the time to be awake and alive and to be looking for what God is about to do. And let me read one word from the Lord, and then we're going to pray. So if you have any needs, now is the time in just a moment to come up. But let me read the word of the Lord from his written word this morning. Psalm 119, I believe he gave it to me to give to you this morning. And it's verse 125 and 126. I am thy servant. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimonies. It is time for Thee, Lord to work. For they have made void thy law. And if you skip down to verse 133, it says, Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. If you need anything from the Lord this morning, no iniquity will have dominion over you this morning. If you need anything from the Lord this morning, he is ready to work. He is here to work. He is here to work in your life. He is here to work in this church's life. So if you need anything or know anybody who needs anything or have anybody that you need to stand in for, now is the time. Don't hesitate. Come down now and let the Lord work in your life. Amen.
1: name we know you're faithful in all seasons and can do exceedingly abundantly more than we expect amen they say this mountain can't be moved they say these chains will never break but they don't know you like we do There is power in your name We've heard that there is no way through We've heard the tide will never change They haven't seen what you can do There is power in your name So much power in your name We know that hope is We know that hope is never lost Oh, for there is still an empty grave god we believe no matter what there is power in your name so much power in your name name, he's good, amen. In Jesus' name. Though our service might be a little different today, we never wanna cross by a time of prayer. So out of our norm, I'm just gonna ask everyone across the room to lift their hands right now to our Lord and Savior. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you as, as a group, as a people, as a church, as a body to praise you and thank you. And we pray for those beside us, God, we pray for our pastors this morning, but we also thank you that we are standing on your word that never changes. We thank you that coincidentally all these songs are about breakthrough and faithfulness and seeing a miracle and not doubting even a split second that you're gonna pull through in the chaos, Father God. So I pray that whatever anybody in this stream is going through, whether it's relational strife or financial strife or job strife, Father God, we bring that to your feet this morning. We lay it at your feet, because like Pastor spoke in the past couple weeks, we take your yoke, we take your burden, which is light, and we lay ours at your feet, Father God. We thank you again and again that not only we're gonna see a miracle in every area of this life, and everybody says amen, that not only we're gonna see miracles and breakthrough, but that we have the opportunity and the ability to speak to you, Father God, that we have the gift to come to you face to face and speak to you as our friend as our father as our savior as our redeemer and as our healer in Jesus name and all the saints and all the saints said oh can you feel it heaven is reaching oh can you hear it our god is speaking oh can you see it he's got your healing oh just receive it releasing that again oh can you oh can you feel it heaven is reaching oh can you hear it our god is speaking oh can you see it He's got your healing. Oh, just reset. Receive, receive the freedom. Oh, can you heal it? Heaven is reaching down. Oh, can you hear it? Our God is speaking now. Oh, can you see it? He's got your healing. Oh, just receive it, receive the freedom. Come like a flood, like a fire. Holy Spirit, fall in this place, fill our hearts. Holy Spirit, come like a flood, like a fire. Holy Spirit, come. Oh, Holy Spirit, come. Like a flood, like a fire. Holy Spirit, fall in this place. Fill our hearts. Holy Spirit, come. Like a flood, like a fire. Holy Spirit, come. Oh Holy Spirit, come! Let's give Him praise this morning, Amen. Let's lift our voices and praise Him.
0: Woo! Hallelujah! Glory, Greg, 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 come here, Greg, come up here and pray for Flores. Amen. Give me a little background music there. Praise God. Let's just, if you will, I'm probably going to change everything now that we're doing this. Amen. Uh, if you're standing with me right now, um, and they're still praying, um, I, uh, we've got all this stuff up here, and uh, I'm going to ask everybody to be a part of this. This is about 2,200, 2,100 postcards. This is every home within three miles of where we live as a church, and uh, then there's probably Twenty-five, thirty-five hundred of these. I can't remember. Uh, they're up here. Last night at prayer, we had a great prayer time. Great, great prayer time. If you was here at prayer, give me a whoop or something. Yeah, great prayer time. And um, just, it was so good. Uh, and we prayed over them last night, over these. We didn't have these here. And I want us to pray over these. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, give me, um, give me that uh, How Great Thou Art. That's what i got in my heart right now, so... I want us to do this as a as a church and do it together um, and not uh, so if you can get up here if you want to I want to just take a moment and lay hands on these I want want everybody to do it and uh, I got two reasons for doing them and then I'm gonna probably have you come up later too so I mean thank God we go to a spirit-filled church can I have an amen you don't need to go to Planet Fitness you just need to come to church glory to God and we'll get you all worked out and stuff Father, we just lay hands on these and Father, we thank you right now. It is our desire, Father, that your spirit, your goodness, your anointing would be imparted. Uh, I know some people may say, well, that's crazy. But Father, if you can anoint Paul's handkerchiefs and healing can flow, Father, you can anoint cards. And so Father, we ask you right now, that your goodness, your manifested anointing would be present in each of these as we lay hands, that your power would be all over them and that in Jesus' name, when people get them, that their heart will be pricked by the goodness of God, by the gospel, by the thought that there's something more, that there's new life, there is another way. That, Father, if they are not saved, uh, there will be a a prick in their heart about that. If they're not healed and they're, they're going through some tragedy, there'll be a prick in their heart that Jesus has the answer for that. And that, Father, we ask you right now to help us all be ministers of the gospel, to reach out, to love, to embrace, to encourage, to do our part in the ministry. And Father, all the cards, the handouts, Father, give us opportunity in the next couple of weeks to meet people, to give them out to, to bless them, to, uh, to impart, to, to share the gospel ourselves with, and then invite them to come to church and be a part of a community of like-minded believers. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that they may see, that they may know, that they may understand, the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height of the love of God towards them. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, glory to God, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Glory to God, glory to God, we thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Right now, if you're um, baptized in the Holy Spirit, just pray in other tongues for a moment. If not, just pray in English, Father, we thank you. (laughs) <laughs> glory to god singi da ba 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 sa sa chi da da no sota sota sita tata. i glory to god so ki shingi de ba singi da ba singi da mo sota singi ki ba sa chi sota no sota thank you father thank you father thank you father we just praise you we worship you in jesus name glory to god glory to god glory to god, glory to god. Glory to god. Glory to God hallelujah and everybody say amen 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 bless um, now I want to encourage you if you're up here, I had two reasons I want you up here uh, these don 't take those we've got to mail those this week, but these get you five or ten um, get get more than you need if you take twenty and you throw five away you 're not going to hell can I have an amen uh, you're, you're still going to heaven but um, but take them make sure you have enough if you go to lunch today, give them to somebody if you uh stop at a traffic light. If you go to a circle, a roundabout, and they don't know how to, and you have to get out and direct them, give them one when you tell them where to go. Can I have an amen? Get as many as you want, and we got more, and if we have to, we order more. Um, I do encourage you, if you're a man, not to leave them on the urinals in the bathroom. Can I have an amen? I've seen guys do that before with tracks, and I'm not about to touch a track that's been on the urinal. Can I have an amen? (laughs) So uh, we thank God. Oh, we thank God for that effort of uh, of ministry, but dear Lord, help us. Amen. Eli, could you bring me my coffee up here? Please. We know. Oh, please. I mean, please. that's always inferred. Thank you, sir. Love you, sir. Hallelujah. Um, now again, I know I had you sit. Um, I'm probably make you get up again in a minute. Um, but if you, uh, uh, I see what let do. Uh, let's see what my time is. I know my counters aren't going like this, but we're going to do the offering right at the end. Is that good? Amen. Okay. And the reason Greg's Amen in that because he's one of the counters. Gonna have an Amen. I can tell. I can tell. I'll hear this uh, this week at the staff meeting. At the staff meeting. Why well, you have to do that? Amen. If you got your Bibles thrown to Acts chapter one, verse eight. We're going to. Uh, Pick up um, where we left off last week. And uh, I think I said this last week. As you turn there, I'm just going to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father, for the privilege to come to it and for the goodness that you are to us to give it to us. That, Father, your word is a lamp into our feet, it's a light into our path. It is our bread, it is our life. And we ask you, Father, today that our eyes would see, our ears would hear, and our hearts would receive. A supernatural, incorruptible, indestructible seed from the Word of God so that our lives will never be the same in Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen. 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 Oh, my God, I forgot that up here. Acts chapter 1, we, well, I, I, last week we started a, a series, and it's probably not going to be a long series, um, but then again, I've said that before and gone 10 weeks. Um, on the On the baptism of the Holy Spirit, on being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm not going to preach last week's again, but there is a difference between the indwelling of the Spirit, and if you will, the infilling or overflowing of the Spirit. That is oftentimes referred to as the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, I have in this Yeti uh, that Molly gave me, this is, um, it's only got about this much coffee in it. And who in here knows that's a sad thing in life? Can I have an amen? You can never have too much coffee. Um, and who in here knows coffee's a scriptural drink? It is, because the Bible says if you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. Can I have an amen? So it's always, but I'm getting close to empty. Now, the reason I like this cup is it's got two of my sayings on it that I say all the time, I'm in to win, Part of prosper, it's got my Psalms 1-3 and the tree of life on it. Then it keeps it hot, but it's almost empty. Now, this morning it was completely full with two cups of coffee. And I've drank that. And then right before our small group, uh, which I'd encourage you to come and be a part of, and everybody say amen. And our next study session is gonna be on end times in the book of Revelation. And in the day we live, you're gonna enjoy it. It's gonna be a great time. And so uh, we always have a lot of fun. Uh, this morning, we almost didn't start. We were having too much fun. And uh, thank God we, we, we started. Uh, so that's coming up. But I had to get some more coffee. I had to refill it. I had to put more coffee in it. Now, since that time, I've drained it down. But it's not overflowing. But it does have coffee in it. In fact, if I finish drinking all this coffee out of it and put it aside, you could still tell it's got coffee in it. You can smell sometimes my hazelnut creamer. And let's all thank Jesus for hazelnut creamer. Can I have an amen? Uh, this here doesn't have, this just got and cream, but you can still smell the coffee there's still a something in there to let you know there is something in there. There is something in there, but it's not overflowing. Now, there are stains on our carpet where my cup was overflowing. Sometimes it was just too full, and just by walking, it spilt out. That cup was, if you will, baptized. Baptized means an immersion. Uh, Some people believe a baptism can be a dabbing. But the word "baptize" actually means to immerse. So it's one thing to have a cup full of water. It's another thing to have that cup in place, not in water, so that it has water inside the cup, but it's got water all outside the cup. That's one of the reasons why the 23rd Psalm says, my cup runs over. Now who in here knows it's good to have your spirit taken care of? Can I have an amen? But who in here knows it's even better to have a spirit that's so flowing that it helps take care of other people. And that's where how God wants to minister because in Acts chapter one, verse eight, as we turn there, it says here, but you shall receive power when, or King James says after, the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now everybody say witness. A witness is somebody who can testify. Now, who in here knows we ought to be able to testify and testify with certainty and with boldness? I know this, I know that. told a story this morning, uh, one of the great ministers I've always loved, now he's in heaven now, his name was uh, T.L. Osborne. And there's also T.L. Lowry, but this story's about T.L. Osborne. T.L. Osborne was a great missionary statesman to Africa. And one of my dear friends, and he lives in Africa and hasn't been to America in years, Bishop Souza, I asked him one time, I said, Bishop, nobody knows about T.L. Osborne in America. Nobody's ever heard of T.L. Osborne in America. He goes, they do in Africa. He goes, everybody knows about T.L. Osborne in Africa. I mean, he'd have 100,000 people show up. Well, his first missionary trip was to India and he actually came back home with failure. Nobody got saved. So he got praying and the Lord appeared to him and told him, he said, use miracles as a sign and wonder. And the reason he, the Lord told him that was because when he went to India the first time, he told him that Jesus wanted to save him. And they said, well, what's the difference between our God and your God? You know, we be, actually he was talking to a Muslim guy. The Muslim guy said, we believe that Jesus is a prophet, but we don't believe he's the son of God. And there was no way he could prove or witness to this guy that Jesus was alive. So he comes home, has a vision impart, impartation from the Lord, he goes back to India. And he starts preaching. Well, another one of those types of guys comes He said, well, there's no difference between my God and your God. He said, you say your God's real? I'll say my God's real. There's no God. And all of a sudden, T.L. goes, well, I'll tell you what. He said, let's us go get 100 deaf people. You pray them in whatever name you wanna pray in, I'll pray for them in the name of Jesus. Whichever God heals them, that's who we serve today. Well, this guy did not like the challenge. Can I have an amen? So what did T.L. do? T.L. found him 100 deaf people. Put them on the stage. You gotta be bold to do this. You gotta be a witness. He laid hands on 100 people and 94 of them instantly began to hear. Can I have an amen? Why? Because he was a witness. We shouldn't be afraid to be a witness. But it's hard to do that unless you've had a infilling, overflowing, some type of, if you will, an extra work from the Holy Spirit. Thank God for salvation. Never putting anything to, who in here knows if all you ever get is saved, thank God. Can I have an amen? but yet God wants us to have more. And so in Acts chapter one, verse eight, it says, but you shall be witnesses unto me. Now, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Acts chapter eight. I, uh, I, th- I think I said this last week. I'm gonna take a few things uh, kind of slow and just be kind of diligent about it. And I said this last week, gonna say it this week, gonna say it next week. I say this every week. Make sure you have a Bible. Cause faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I've done this year's, I said last year, my greatest revelation last year is that this verse is not this verse. Let the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be pleasing unto your sight. That is not that verse. That verse says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing. I'm telling you that hit me last year like a ton of bricks. I have quoted that verse wrong for 30 plus years. And it's impossible to be pleasing if you start with your heart. Because your heart follows what your words say. Is that not right? Yeah. Oh, that ain't right, Pastor Chris. So wait a minute, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and say with your mouth. Now they work together, but you have to say something with your mouth to get saved. And you have to say something with your mouth to keep your thoughts, the meditation, right. Because if you don't, if you, if you just, I'm just thinking about the Lord. I'm telling you, you need to talk about the Lord. I still say the greatest preacher I've ever heard in my life is me, to me. I'm not saying I'm the greatest preacher in the world. I know that ain't true, I do my best. But to me, preaching to me, to get me to get my acting gear, I am sometimes the best, I'm the greatest preacher i ever I mean, sometimes I'm hard on me. I'll look at me in the, in the mirror and I'll, I'll get all over me. And I'm like, Chris, you can do this. You got the wisdom of God. You got the mind of Christ. You can do that. You have, you, have, you have to let the word, but so you have to make sure you see it and you hear it. So Acts chapter eight, let's look here and see something. It says, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, so what had they received? Let's take a moment. What does that mean Samaria had received? Now, if you go back to Acts chapter 8, verse 1, that is when uh, Saul, consenting, Philip goes down in 8, 4, and 5, and Philip goes down to Samaria and he preached Christ. But let's just back up and read that, just take the time. Acts chapter 8, verse 4. Therefore, those who were scattered whenever we were preaching the word, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. What did it say he preached? Christ. Say it real loud. Christ. What did he preach? And the multitudes with one voice, heeding the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. So what did he preach? Christ. And what followed that preaching? Miracles. It always should follow that. Now, I just got impressed. Uh, Actually, I started prayer and I wrote it down in my book uh this coming on easter sunday we're gonna have a special time of prayer where you know we are a spirit-filled believing church and we'll never stop believing in miracles amen you know we had a christmas eve service a number of years ago i got a dear friend he's burned out on church he don't have anything to do with church the way he grew up and he told me one time he goes i do respect you it was one of the best conferences ever he goes i respect you but i don't care to." and he used a lot of colorful language I am thou not permit to use us right now. Can I have an amen? And he told me, but he says, he says I, I, I appreciate you. Well, he came and his sister-in-law came and she was sick. I mean, she had some, and so she came down. It was Christmas Eve service I'd never done it before. I invited people to come down and she got healed that night. It, it, it touched him. It touched him. I mean, he he's like, you know, wow. And so um, Easter Sunday, we're going to do that too. But he preached Christ. So now we're in Acts chapter eight, verse 14. It says, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the the word of God, they sent Peter and John. So what had they received? Christ, because that's what they preached. Now they received what? Christ. They hadn't received anything else yet. They had received Christ. Again, never putting down the receiving of Christ. And everybody say amen. But yet, the apostles in Jerusalem knew there was something else these disciples now in Samaria needed. So they sent Peter and John. And when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet, he had fallen upon none of them. Now see, some people preach that when you get saved, you get it all. Well, then how come they didn't get it all? God's no respecter of persons. God will do anything, anything God has ever done for anybody in the Bible, he'll do for you. Now, I mean, you know, he may not stop the sun and the moon like he did for Joshua, that right there's got a very specific point, but any redemptive truth that's in the Bible, salvation, the Holy Spirit, healing, walking in the blessings of God, the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts, all those are redemptive truths. You have a right to walk in all those. I've said this all my life, I think when we get to heaven, we're gonna be so awed, this is not gonna be a big thing. But I really do believe when we get to heaven, we're gonna be somewhat aghast and taken back of all we could have walked in and we never tried. I hope we get that image. And maybe when we get there, there's no, no sorrow or tears, we might not ever know. But I hope, I do wanna know. I hope God gives me the, cause I just wanna know. Cause I wanna know it all now. I'm greedy with that. Who's ever watched that TV show and they give you that little teaser baiter? When we come back from the break, you're going to find out if UFOs are real. I'm I'm watching. I'm right there. I'm watching now. I'm I'm on there. You know what I'm saying? That teaser can get me. I want to know. There's stuff in here. I've seen a glimpse of it. I want to know. So they had received Christ, but it says, yet it had not fallen. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw... Now, see, here's something people say. People say, well, now, how do we know they prayed in other tongues? When Simon saw that through the laying on of hands, the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money. Well, what did he see? He had to have seen something happen. Because we know in Acts chapter two, when they received the Holy Spirit, what? They heard them speak with other tongues. Now, if you have your Bible, and you should, and everybody say amen. Turn with me to Acts chapter 10. This is another passage. Acts chapter 10. Yeah. Now, just to have fun, because I've heard people use stuff like this all my life, and it's just unscriptural. Well, you know, the reason that people don't pray in other tongues and receive that same gift today is the apostles died. Peter and John laid hands on them And they were the apostles. And you know, when the apostles died, all that ceased. Who's ever heard that? Then the other one that you'll hear sometimes is this one. That because we have the word of God, we now see clearly we don't need those signs and wonders and that gift. Well, brother, if this is clearly that we see, we are screwed up. Can I have an amen? I mean that with all the sincerity of my heart. Who in here knows? In fact, I just wonder when it stopped. What did God do? Did he give all the apostles a heads up? Listen, Thursday the 5th, it's gonna stop, noon. I mean, I'd have been out there, listen, get in here, get in here, hurry up, hurry up. After the afternoon, after nobody's getting healed. Nobody's getting it anymore. Get in here, get in here. Can I have an amen? Isn't it crazy, the Reasonings men will come up with for why we don't walk in certain things. Now then, it says here, when Peter was still speaking these words. So let, let's back up. Acts chapter 10 is that great passage where Peter meets Cornelius, a centurion, a Gentile. Now here's something. I want, I want everybody to pay attention to this. To me, this is a great truth. Had it not been for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit on Cornelius' family, the early church, the Jews, would have not possibly believed that salvation was even to the Gentiles. Because at this point, there's not one Gentile we can read about who's getting saved, it's all Jews. It was not accepted, it was not even thought. And finally, we've read right later, whenever the early apostles said, well listen, they got basically the same Holy Ghost we got, who are we to say? And thank God, Peter, and Peter went off and he preached to the Jews, and thank God for Paul, he went and preached to the Gentiles. So it says here, uh, so, so, so Cornelius has a vision Peter has a vision that what God has called holy not to call unholy. And so he goes and this uh, vision, which actually came about because Cornelius was a prayerful giving man, says God heard his prayers and his alms. He gave so well that God paid attention and sent Peter to him. And Peter preaches in Acts chapter 10 um, he, he preaches to him, actually, yeah, just from 24 on down to about 40, 42, 43, he's preaching to him and this, and they get saved. So what did they do? They received Christ. But verse 44 says, when Peter was still speaking these words, so let's go back to what he was speaking. We're not gonna read all of it, but we'll start at verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. So he's preaching the gospel. Can we see that? He's preaching the salvation gospel message that we all know and we are his witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Verse 40, whom God raised up from the third day and showed him openly. Not to all the people, but to the witnesses chosen before God, even to those who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be the judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. And everybody say, amen. And while he's saying all that and preaching good, While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell on those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision, the Jews, who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles. Also, for they heard them speak with tongues. Can I have an amen? So here's a thought I just brought out. With Pastor Chris, don't you know that the apostles had to lay hands on them? He didn't there. He just fell there. So I'm just pointing this out. It can come either way. I've laid hands on many people, especially when I traveled and then get baptized in the Holy Spirit. I've had other people I ain't laid hands on at all. I've actually met In fact, nobody really laid hands on me when I received the Holy Spirit. I was probably about eight, nine but now I didn't have the same experience that I saw everybody else having at the camp meeting, so I figured I ain't got nothing. Cause I wasn't, can I have an amen, everybody got me. I wasn't doing everything I saw everybody else doing. So I said, well, I must not have it. But what's funny is I'd start praying, I'd start praying in other tongues. I said, well, I must not be God. Cause I, I, I can't, you know, I ain't got no, nothing else like anybody else, but yet it comes either way. Now here's the other side. Who in here knows that receiving the whole anything from God, let's stop, anything from God takes faith. And you gotta have some faith and believe in faith and ask in faith and exercise it in faith. There's always faith to it. There's always faith to it. There's nothing. Just as a thought, if we're standing here and the Lord spoke to me, appeared in a vision, told me to call one of you out, that every medical thing ever been wrong with you is going to be erased immediately. Call them up. Call Benny up here right now and prophesy and tell him that I've healed him. Who in here knows it would take, have, I'd have to have some faith to do that. On the other side too, Benny's got to have some faith to come up. Well now, if the Lord said it, we know it's true. That's true. But you still got to act on it and believe on. It. Because I've looked at several people and said, the Lord's healed you, you're healed. And yet they didn't act in faith on it. Well, I sure hope so. Well, that ain't faith. In fact, I'll give you a way, this is a good gauge, you wanna write this down, this is a good gauge to tell how if you're in faith. Faith never believes something is going to happen. Faith always believes it has happened. That is always the delineation of faith. If the words of your lips are, man, I know I'm gonna get filled with the Spirit one day. I know God's gonna fill me with the Spirit. I didn't know faith in that. That's hope. That's all it is, is hope. And faith is the substance things hoped for. You gotta have hope. But faith is the substance things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Man, I bought a truck. I like my white truck. Can I have an amen? I like my truck, but I got a piece of paper that says that truck is mine and I can go somewhere and not even have the truck and sell that truck. And if that person believes that uh, title is good, they'll buy the truck, give me the money and walk away going, I just bought a truck. I bought cars that way and didn't even have the car and went home and told people, just bought me a new car. Just got me, new to me, not new. I've never bought a brand new car, never will. Can I have an amen? Not unless I win the lottery or something big, amen. I mean, you, you, too, too much depreciation, I ain't doing that. I will let other people depreciate the car. Can I have an amen? I feel that it's their ministry to lose money on my behalf. Praise the Lord, amen. And so I, I'm not doing that. And so, I, you know, I, I've done that. Well, I had faith that I did. So you have to have faith when you receive it. You always have to operate in faith. Well, Pastor Chris, I, I, I just, I'm just not gonna pray in tongues unless I feel something. Well, then you might probably never feel. In, you'll never pray in tongues. Well, Pastor Chris, I can't pray in tongues unless I'm crying. Well, give me a hammer and I'll ease you into the spirit. Can I have an amen? I've heard stuff like this all my life. It amazes me, and it's just simple. Let's turn again to Acts chapter 19. Let's like have fun on this one real quick. What's my time? Twelve seven. It happened while Apollos was at Corinth. Now Apollos was another apostle, and he was really almost of equal stature with Paul. Very well. In fact, that's one reason why they had that comment, where it says, uh, "Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase." Now the reason we don't know about Apollos is Apollos didn't write like Paul did. I wish he had. Can I have an amen? So this is a fellow apostle. Big, you know, so we could say he's he's in the ranks. He's he's a big name. As it happened, while Apollos was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and found some disciples. And he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we've not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. Which that tells us right there. You can't receive something you don't have knowledge of. It's impossible. But now, Brother Vaughn, don't you know, if the Lord wants me to have it, he'll give it to me. Again, not trying to be belittle anybody, but I'm not, I'm not. It hurts me, it does. I, I, I thought, sometimes I do, I can cry. It hurts me so bad, because like, people can't see some stuff. And it's just simple, they'll say stuff like that, and sometimes it can almost frustrate me, but I, the, the older I get, it just makes me sad, it hurts. And, and you can't get through to it. But they'll say, well, I know if the Lord wants me to have it. It sounds spiritual. And I've looked and i said, well, where's that at in the Bible? God moves in mysterious ways his wonders to perform. That ain't in the Bible. Can I have an amen? And I did that. Today is mine and Lisa's 35th wedding anniversary. Been 35 long years as she did the other week, making out long motions. And I'm preaching at her her mama's church years ago. And there's this old sister sitting about right there in that section, you know, right there. I'm preaching about stuff that's not in the Bible that we believe is true. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Well, everybody knows that's not pretty much, but they've quoted that in her. I said, God moves in mysterious ways his wonders to perform. I said, church, that's not in the Bible. This lady goes, It is too. Well, who in here knows when the young evangelist preacher says something and the old saint calls him out? What do you do? Because I never bought that set of tapes from Kenneth Copeland. Can I have an Amen? I don't know what to do. I just the only thing I didn't do was try to be humble. I said, Sister, I appreciate you. I said, but it's not in the Bible. I said, I've looked. I said I, said, I said, I may be wrong. I said, but I know I'm not. I said, but you know, this is all I heard for the rest of the service. <laughs> that was second row, third row, whole service, just flipping her Bible, looking for that. She never mentioned it to me again. You know why? It ain't in there. But don't it sound spiritual? Oh, God can do it if he wants to. I mean, I know the Lord. If, if the Lord wants me to walk in that gift, he'll give it to me. Well, just for fun, since you got your Bibles, throw with me to 1 Corinthians. Let's read a verse here in chapter 12. Verse one, 1 Corinthians. Brethren, concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be what? Ignorant. ignorant. What does ignorant mean? You have no knowledge. Then, just to make sure of, have fun and mess with everybody's apple cart just today. Because I'm sleep deprived, can I have an amen? Because up. <laughs> Chapter 14, verse one says, pursue love and, what's the next word? What's the next word, say it loud? Desire. 1 Corinthians 14, 1. Pursue love and especially desire spiritual gifts. But especially that you may prophesy. So evidently there's something about ignorance and desire that work hand in hand in receiving spiritual gifts. Now you know what's funny is that sometimes God can move in certain ways and I mean this is the whole thing about it. God is God. Can I have an amen? And if God wants to do man... I've heard of manifestation. i heard of one story from a guy... And this guy here was a prideful, this is in the 70s, he was a prideful businessman. And you know, the French cuffs, you know, the collar, everything starched always, you know. He went to the good church, the, the church that didn't roll around in the floor and speak in tongues, and he, he disdained that and considered that beneath him. And he goes into a service one time and he said, God, I want all of you, but I ain't getting that. And the preacher said that guy came down to the altar crying he said, I got to be honest. He said, I was embarrassed for him. He says, I was embarrassed for him to act that way. He said, that guy was weeping and crying and just, just and repenting. And somewhere in between all that, he got baptized and started praying in other tongues. What happened? That pride in him fled out. Now, when other people say, I've just laid hands on people and they just start praying in other tongues. Acts chapter 19 again, we've not even heard if there would be Holy Ghost. And he said to them, what have you been baptized?" And they said unto him, John's baptism. These guys ain't even saved. But they are in repentance. Now here's something I'm gonna throw out. Never underestimate the operation of repentance in somebody before they get saved. Because God is working in their life. Thank God, God is working in their life. Don't ever put that down. I know one time when my mama, before she came back to the Lord, uh, she started going to this dead, God bless the Baptist, but this Baptist church was dead, 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 dead. That Baptist church actually taught water baptism, did not teach salvation. My brother actually told me he thought he was going to heaven as a kid because he had been water baptized and and shook the preacher's hand. That's what they preached. They did not preach repentance unto salvation by the blood of Jesus. And so, uh, you know, but my mama was going to church. Thank God. I walked around my house and I'd cry, thanking God. My mom was back in church. But I'd say, God, get her to a better church. Get her to a good church. Well, then they started going to the Winston-Salem Assembly of God. Thank God for the Assemblies of God. Can I have an amen? And the Assemblies of God there had five services a Sunday, three in the morning, two at night, and two Wednesday nights. Church could only seat about 300. They were running about 2,000. I mean, my mom was so on fire for God and stuff. Then she started going to Carlton Pearson's church. black minister in Tulsa, this is back in the 80s. And she loved Carlton, she told me one time, she said, I'd marry Carlton Pearson right now. She, said, I, she goes, I just drag him off that stage and marry him. She goes, I kidnapped Carlton Pearson. I was loved. Thank God she started going to that church. Then they come home and they started going to a spirit-filled Baptist church, her and my stepdad. Thank God. I mean, so God was working. Well, I, I thank God for the Baptist church she went to. Can I have an amen? We shouldn't be harsh on that with people, especially family members. Because you know, I know with family members, if they ain't our group and our flavor, we don't like it. But thank God for that group and flavor that's ministering to them, don't be critical. Can I have an amen? Then he said to them, what are you baptized?" We said, John's, then Paul said, verse four, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying that people should believe on him who would come after him, that is on Christ. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus. So these all people just got saved. And when Paul laid hands on them, did you notice it didn't happen when they got saved? Now, just to throw this out, just throw this out. I've met people who believe that you have to get saved and tarry, tarry. Who's ever been to a tarry service? That's when we just wait and ball and squab. I've been to them. That's the way I tried to receive the Holy Spirit. I hope that's funny, uh, I could pray in other tongues. When I'm 10, 11, 12, because I didn't act like everybody else, and I just have people tempt tempers saying, You just need to tarry. You just need to sit up here and just cry your heart out to God. And I'm like, Well, for what? I mean, I wasn't trying to be argument, but I'm like, what, what? You know, and, I, and I get being repentant, but I even had one guy, he goes, Son, do you smoke? And I'm like, I'm 10 years old. I can't even buy them. Can I have an amen? I'm like, You know, now, when, well, that's not true. When I was 10, you could buy them. We was talking about that this morning. When I was 10, you could go to a store and buy cigarettes. I used to do it for my mom, and the guy behind the counter would go, Son, do you need some matches with those? I'm eight years old! Making sure I got matches. So uh, I but, but they would tarry. Now why did the early church tarry in Acts chapter one? He had not been given. But if you've noticed every instance I've read since then, they ain't tarried once. They laid hands on them and they received. The Holy Spirit fell on them while Peter was preaching. And then in this place here with Paul, it says that when Paul, verse 6, laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So we've seen one instance, if you will, in Acts chapter 1, he fell on them. We saw that again in Acts chapter 10. Is that right? But in Acts chapter 8 and Acts chapter 19, we see hands being laid. It can happen either way. Here's the good thing about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. They can do it however they want. Can I have an amen? But you've got to be. In fact, I had a youth pastor when I was uh, 13, Uh, Alan and Judy. Man, I love them. They were sweet people. Well, she grew up uh, Presbyterian, if I remember right. It's either Presbyterian or Lutheran. Everybody say, God bless the Presbyterian. God bless the Lutheran. It's gonna have an amen. God bless. And, so, but she, and she said she had never prayed in tongues and it irritated her because her husband, who was a coach and a jock and a hardhead, he had already been baptized Holy Spirit. She says, I didn't like that at all. She goes, I'm the sensitive type that loves the Lord more than him. Can I have an amen? <laughs> she said, he's just a rough roughneck dude. She goes, he don't love the, Lord. <clears throat> and he's praying. She goes, and why ain't I got that gift? So she got to praying, and she said, she just prayed and asked for it. She says, I didn't know anything about this stuff. She says, I just said, Lord, I want the gift of the Holy Spirit. I want what he's got, cause I see it's changed him. <coughs> I want the Holy Spirit. And she said, she was driving and just worshiping. And now this is back in the late seventies. There's no Christian stations like we got today. There's AM Christian stations that played preaching and Southern gospel music. So my point is there wasn't what I'm gonna call worship type music. It was either gospel R&B, Southern gospel music, and some of it was worshipful, some, but I mean, it's not like the whole you know, gym. But she said, she's just in her car by herself, no music, just worshiping the Lord. And she said, all of a sudden, she got one word, and I think it was anna or something. It was something, I mean, I couldn't understand. And she said, That's the, and she goes, I'd, I'd start praying, and I had this one word. She said, I sounded like a kid, like a small child trying to learn to speak. She says, I had that for a couple weeks. She goes, then I got aggravated with that because Alan's got this beautiful language. He'd just start praying and no just start worshiping God. She said, she goes, and I'm over here like, you know, why, 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 why? She says, I, she goes, I'd stop and listen to him. She's, he's beautiful. And he's a coach. He's a hard head. He's a roughneck. He's a man. Can I, I'm the sensitive. I'm the loving. I'm the caring guy. I'm the caregiver. Why do I? Why, why, why? She said she's driving along again one other day. And she's just praying. And all of a sudden, she said this like the glory of God filled the car and just gushed out of her. She said, I've never had another problem since. And she's like, I want to know why it was like that. I said, I would too. Then she goes, but I don't care. <laughs> she goes, thank God I got it. Amen. Because you have to have some desire. Now, you see, these uh, disciples of John, they evidently had desire. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, I'm gonna, I, said, I said this this week. Next Sunday... If you've never prayed in other tongues, we're gonna to lay hands on you and pray for you at the end of the service. I said earlier I was gonna take a couple weeks, why? So that you can write these scriptures down and you can meditate them. If you've never prayed in tongues, here's what you need to do. You need to just set yourself in agreement with me that next Sunday, or if you've prayed in tongues, but it's been years. Or if you've been in other tongues and you just don't feel comfortable. Now, you know, the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He'll never just, you know, God doesn't care to embarrass people to embarrass people. Now, if you've got a pride issue like that business guy, maybe you need to repent of that. Can I have an amen? amen. But you don't need to be afraid of that. But you do have to desire it. Amen. And here's something that always gets me. If Jesus wants you to have it, desire it. I'll throw this out. I've used this in minister to many Catholics before to get the Holy Spirit. Did y'all know that Mary, the mother of Jesus, was baptized in the Holy Spirit and spoke with other tongues? because she was in the other room. If don't you think if Mary, the mother of Jesus, shouldn't we get the same gift she got if it's available to all of us? Man, thank God for it. And we need to be operating in that gift. Now, one of the reasons I'm, I'm saying that is, is again, when you receive that, it makes witnessing a whole lot easier. There's sometimes you know to say stuff, there's sometimes you know not to say stuff. And there's sometimes, here's the even best part. You don't even know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. But yet it comes out. Yeah, again, I told the story again this morning. In fact, I actually talked to this guy. A couple of weeks ago, I told a story about a young Hispanic dude. His name's Joseph Arcee. And he's sitting on the front row. Good looking kid. And man, he was dressed to the nines. And I just felt compelled to pray for him. I felt an unction. So I walked over and grabbed him. I didn't remember, not a, and that's the way I am. I don't remember nothing when that happens later. I, just, I do remember calling him out. The only reason I remember that, he wrote me, wrote me an email and reminded me. And he said, you did this and you prayed this. I just told him, I said, Joseph, if you say so, fine with me. About every other year, every two, three, four, five years, sometimes it's five years, he'll call me. And I get to, and he'll, he'll say, I need some counsel. I need some ministry advice. I, I, I just need your wisdom. I mean, it's just the been sweetest thing. But what's funny was, I didn't even know it. I knew I, I had the unction to go pray. I didn't plan nothing. I, don't, I still don't really remember what I prayed for him. But yet it was anointed by the Holy Spirit. And he told me later, he said, that is the moment my life turned around. I thank God for that. Can I have an amen? Didn't come out of something I am, something you are. It's the Holy Spirit. Design. And I always tell him that. I said, well, I said, well I said, I'm going to tell you how I know it wasn't me helping you. He goes, how? I said, because I don't remember any of it, except your pink shirt and your gorgeous tie. Because I thought I would look good in that. Can I have an amen? That's all I remember. Can I have an amen? So next week, we'll pick up there. And again, I want to encourage you. Study those passages. Let faith build in your heart. I've met people who've never prayed in tongues and read those verses and all of a sudden they're like, well, if it's available, maybe I ought to do that. Maybe I ought to be hungry for that. And maybe I ought to be open to that. Can I have an amen? Because Jesus went about doing good, healing all those, why? Because he was baptized by the power of God, amen. Let's, Let's get ready to give if you will. If you need an offering envelope, Oh, let's stop, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you right now for your spirit and your goodness. And thank you, Father, that you desire for us all to walk in your anointing, that you desire us to all walk in power and not not be a powerless people in this day. Father, right now, if anybody's watching, if anybody's here and you don't know Jesus, we ask right now, Father, that you would illuminate their eyes and their heart, help them realize that they need to make Jesus the Lord of their life, And Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that your spirit deals with them. And Father, if there's anybody who's not filled with the Holy Spirit, that we ask you right now, Father, to just help them desire this week. Open up their eyes that you have more for them, that you love them, that you desire to give them more power, more ability, more witnessing ability, just more power to live. And Father, if we are there and have already received it, Father, we ask you to fill us again, just like you did the early church many times where the Bible says your power fell upon them. We ask your power to fall upon us every day in Jesus' name. And everybody say, amen. Amen. I want to this morning as we get ready to give, I'm gonna end this way and then we will actually uh, end this service. This is uh, Matthew chapter six, verse 19. It says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now I mentioned earlier that verse that we are sometimes misquoted. I've misquoted that one before. I've said that where your heart is, there your treasure is. But that right there says that where your treasure is, your heart is. Who in here knows you shouldn't be swapping them up because whatever you treasure is where your heart goes. Um, As we get ready to give, this is for tithes and offerings and and all. And now we just prayed for all this, but we're gonna do something else different here. I've been asking everybody the last couple of weeks um, and there is, um, you know, there's a lot going on in this world and everybody say amen. Did anybody here there's right now, um, you'll hear about it this week, my opinion convictionally is if the federal government doesn't do something, this is just me, this is not the side. this is not a Republican or Democrat thing, but if they don't do something, you're going to have great unrest in this nation financially. But one of the, I think the 16th largest bank in America just folded Friday. And what makes it worse is the president and the board of directors all sold their stock before it closed so that they could get their money out knowing it would close. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. And if you let that go unpunished, you create um, disbelief in the system. Why put your money in any bank? I write now to be honest, well, I shouldn't say that. I'll say it anyway, can I have an amen? <laughs> I'm preaching. Um, I don't trust the stock market. At all. Reason being is I own some stock that was supposed to be two days away from being sold. and it was supposed to be a good windfall for me and about 75,000 other people. And would you just believe a federal agency decided to hold that stock and not let it transition and not be sold? I can't touch that stock. I can't hold that stock. I can't sell that stock. I can't trade that stock. And there's not one legal reason why I couldn't. They just stopped it. Now see, stuff like that makes you not trust the system. So I told somebody, they said, would you ever invest in stock market? I said, I would on certain things but not in that ever again. I said certain securities, yeah. I said certain uh, yield bonds, maybe. I said you know power stock, uh, uh, Georgia Power, in a minute. We're always going to be buying power. I said, but certain things, no. I said, but the bad thing is, if too many people get like me, our system erupts. And that's where, like now, in my opinion, if the Federal Government doesn't do something Monday by at least by Tuesday, it's just going to, it's going to make people be untrusting huge, huge drop in the stock market, huge losses. You One of the reasons why that bank closed is because everybody got skittish and did a run on it, wanting cash. I'll throw something else out. Do you know that most banks in America don't even have 50% of the cash on hand that they should have? So if a bank has let's say 10 billion quote in customer deposits, they probably don't even have five billion on hand. But that's the way banks run. I've heard it can be so as much as a one to 10 split, meaning if you deposit one, they get to create 10 to go out and loan and do. Who in here knows that as a church, we should just make a bank, can I have an amen? And take the tithes and that's $1,000 and just act like it's $10,000 and just do what we want, amen. So now I'm saying all that to say this, that is the world system. And who in here knows that world system has been that way all the time? Now it's getting kind of quiet in here because that's what I'm talking about is kind of heady stuff and you know, kind of scary. But who in here knows the stock market's fallen before and banks have collapsed before. And the whole market, in fact, I I was reading the other day and they were talking about the Great Recession. Well, that was 08 and 09 and 10. I couldn't remember it. You know why? I didn't participate. Can I have an amen? I just decided I wasn't gonna have, have enjoy that moment. I was just gonna believe that Jesus is Lord, God meets my needs, and I'm gonna keep on going. I ain't gonna worry about that. Can I have an amen? That is not something for me to be concerned with. That's not something for you. I'm not gonna put faith in a place where moth and rust corrupt. And that's what giving does. It gets me outside that system. God is always faithful to meet our needs. And everybody say amen. amen. Now the other thing is we get ready to give, and we're gonna pray. I wanna encourage you to give extra for Easter. I have no idea what this costs to mail. It is twice more than what I thought. And somebody said, well, are you gonna send them all? Still gonna send them all. If uh, me and Chris take a pay cut for a week, I'll send them all. Because I wanna give God something to work with. I wanna give extra, I'm doing something. Me and Lisa are giving extra. And so I wanna encourage you right now to give extra. And as we get ready to give, this is what we're gonna dismiss. I want us to, whatever you feel led to give, whether it be a $100, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, If you feel led to give a million, 1.5, obey the Lord. Can I have an amen, okay? Uh, Whatever it may be. Um, Now we've had several gifts to the church of 10,000 at one time, totally unexpected. Now my goal is to believe for 15. Well, let's just go for 20, let's make it round. Can I have an amen? I like 20 better, 20 is a good number. I like 15 too, but 20 is a better number. Um, And so as we get ready to believe, Let's believe for God to meet our needs. Let's believe for God to meet this need. Let's believe for God to meet their needs. Amen? And uh, I know sometimes, too, I've said this all my life. I'll say this for the rest of my life. um, And I'm at this point in life where I say it now for me. Because I've never had grandkids until four years ago. And uh, there's stuff I've done for years for other kids just so I could sow seed for my kids. Does that make sense? I have paid for more kids to go to camp than mine ever did. I have done stuff for kids at camp more than mine did, but I did it so that whenever my kids were that age, God would take care of my kids. And I thank God all my kids serve Jesus and love Jesus and are still involved in church and ministry. And everybody say amen. I made up my mind. I would rather lose everything on this earth than lose my kids to the world, amen. And so uh, I want you, as we get ready to give, I want you to, you know, if if you'd say, well, I, you know. I'm 150 years old, I don't have anybody, I don't have this. Then give seed for those who you love in your life, where moth and rust do not corrupt. I have that prayer sometimes every now and then with the Lord, just to remind Him, I'm a giver, I'm a tither, I expect this to be met, I thank you that it's going to be met. I know that you look in heaven, I've given to the poor, I've lent to you, and I know you're good for it. Can I have an amen? I don't say that out of boldness or cockiness, I say it because, why? I'm the best preacher that ever preaches to me. I'm reminded myself of the promise of God. And so I want you to hold your offering in your hand. Now, some of you give by phone, give by about all that. Um, so if you want to, hold your phone in your hand. But I want us to do this and I want you to do it with, uh, with faith and conviction. And uh, if you got one of your cards, if everybody got a card, hold a card too. Because we just want to believe for God to give us opportunity to give. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you right now that as we give, it's given back to us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Father, we ask you right now that as we give, that your power, your goodness, your spirit, would lead us and strengthen our heart in the day we live in. That, Father, we live in your economy. We do not live according to the Babylonian system of this world of, of greed and lust. We live under the law of sowing and reaping and love of you. And that, Father, we love you and we sow our lives into you. And thank you, Father, that you reap unto us eternally life everlasting. And as we sow uh, finances, our tithes, our offerings, our Easter offering, thank you, Father, that you reap back to us way more than we could ever, ever, ever esteem. That, that we're not, And Father, we know this, we're not worthy of it, of your love and graciousness. But we thank you, Father, that your grace and mercy outshines our indebtedness and our wickedness. And it has brought us into a saving relationship with you. And Father, we thank you, and I ask you right now, that you meet every need of every family in this uncertain day, which has always been uncertain, but it seems to be more uncertain today, that, Father, in this day of revelation and end-time worlds, that, Father, we would be reminded that you are in control and on the throne. And so, Father, we give in Jesus' name, and everybody says amen. So right now, if you need to give, right now, if you will stand up, give me some giving music. If you want to come up here and put your offering in this basket and i'm doing that because i want us to keep our minds uh praying now as you bring your offering up as we get ready to go uh, a couple things on the back of this card you'll see the the uh, qr code it has a thing called gseaster.com i didn't mention this wanted to make it for last i also want to remind everybody there is a cleansing stream ministry sign up it's out there in the foyer out there in the uh, table it'll have some information about cleansing stream it's a great ministry of. Uh, Deliverance and being set free and uh, it'll be out there. We'll actually show a video next week And there's a meeting next week. We'll probably maybe somehow send you something for the video this week, too By email, but on the back of this card is a QR code on the front of it and back There is a website gseaster.com. It's really basic. It'll change a little bit every week But on that and all it says right now is Easter at Grace Summit has a map of the church It's not gonna be a big detailed it'll, uh, This week it'll have a little video of me inviting people to church It'll eventually have like a plan of salvation on it. We're kind of rolling it, but it has a link to pray. And I'm asking everybody to go to that link and sign up to pray. It will send you an email. It'll send you a text message. Cost us $12 to do this. Wow, what a great day we live in. Can I have an email? And uh, so all you have to do is, and it will, now you sign up, it does it in 45 minute increments. That's the only way we can do it. If you want to pray next Monday, just pick any time and it will remind you. If there's a certain time that you would prefer to pray, Pick that time. Has everybody got me? And so you go there and you can sign up and it will send you a reminder. Can I have an amen? So I encourage you to go to that website, gseaster.com. If somebody, if you wanna tell somebody and you don't have a card, just tell them, gseaster.com. If you mess up, it'll still work. If you say Grace Summit Church Easter, gseaster.com, that works too. Either one will work, takes them to the same place and you'll remind them about church, remind them about Easter, has the same little message that's on this card, and it has a place for us to sign up. So I encourage you to sign up. If you're online, please go there also and sign up with us, and we love you and we bless you. Can I have an great Greg, come up and dismiss us.
3: All right, one, two, three. All right, a couple quick announcements. Of course, Easter's coming. Yay! We got it all set up to go. I got my handful. All right, so give them out. All right, big tip goes a long way in getting these in somebody's hand. Right? You put it, wrap this around a twenty around this thing. They'll take it from you. Shh! Snap it out of your hand. All right, so think about that. Uh, we do have a pre-Easter work day. We'll have a slide for this. Uh, so on March 25th, which is a Saturday. We will have a church work day. Uh, we're looking for, if, if you got a power washer a pressure washer, bring that. Uh, also some regular hand tools, we do some electrical work. Yay, electrical work, right? So uh, wire strippers, wire cutters, uh, any kind of hand tool you wanna to bring. And we'll be getting the building ready for uh, the big uh, Resurrection Sunday. So that is only 25th of March, 25th of March. That's awesome. So let's go ahead and stand. It's gonna be a great rainy day for you. So I remind you to go out and what do I always close out with? What are we supposed to do now? You already forgot. Spread the word. That's why we came here. That's what church is all about. Go put a smile on your face and go spread the word. All right, let's have a dismissal prayer. Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for the rain, Lord. We thank you for all those here, all those watching online. We thank you, Lord, that we are gearing up, Lord, for the greatest day in all of our faith. Lord, the day that you arose so that we may rise as well. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful season that we're entering in, that we celebrate Easter and your resurrection. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, we go forth in your name. Amen. You're dismissed.